What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And today we are here with our New Year's Six Bowl predictions. And Andrew, let's jump right into it, starting with the Orange Bowl between Texas A&M and North Carolina. Who do you have winning this game? Henry, it's pretty simple to me who's going to win this game. And the winner is the team that probably should have been in the college football playoffs, and that is Texas A&M. I think they completely got snubbed out of that college football playoff appearance. And therefore, there I don't think there's anybody else in the country other than those college football playoff teams that they won't be right now. Texas A&M is the best team that didn't make the college football playoffs, and I think they'll, they will show that in this Orange Bowl game against North Carolina. I think it will still be close since North Carolina really ended the season hot and they blew out a really good Miami team, but Texas A&M is the better team and better than any other team in the country aside from those four college football playoff teams. So Texas A&M will win this one, and I think it will still be close because North Carolina, Sam Howell, they're a good team, but Texas A&M will take it. Andrew, I disagree here, and shockingly, I'm going to go with North Carolina. You saw how they played against Miami. They were very, very dominant throughout the entire game, winning by 30-plus points, I believe. And, Andrew, I mean, we saw this with Joe Burrow a couple years ago in the bowl game. They're going to start to really show with Sam Howell how dynamic of a quarterback he can be and just what he can prove to a lot of NFL scouts going forward. And I think in this game, the Sam Howell – Heisman train will start, which starts with a win against Texas A&M, Andrew. Yeah, but I just think Texas A&M will be so hungry for almost like revenge against the college football playoff committee for not putting them in. You have to think that they're a little pissed off that they didn't get in the college football playoffs. And we've seen it starting off with coach Jimbo Fisher and also Kellen Mond has expressed his kind of how mad he is about this whole situation in the college football playoffs. And I really think they'll take it out on North Carolina. And that's why I think they'll win. I I just don't see a way they'll lose this game. And they're just the better team coming into this game. Texas A&M, I think, will take this one. But like you said, it should be close. And I believe it will be. Yeah, Andrew, moving on now to one of, I'd say, the more obvious games in the Fiesta Bowl between Iowa State and Oregon. And unfortunately, we have to have this matchup as a New Year's Six Bowl, because instead of getting a team like Coastal Carolina or even Indiana in a New Year's Six Bowl, we have to play with the tie-ins and have Oregon in a New Year's Six Bowl game. But Andrew, I think this is pretty obvious. I'd say Iowa State should be a multiple touchdown favorite in this game. And I'm going to go with Iowa State. I think they're just a significantly better team and Oregon just doesn't deserve to be in this game whatsoever. Yeah. And the only reason why Oregon is in a New Year's six bowl game is because for some reason they are the PAC 12 champion, even though they weren't even supposed to be in the PAC 12 championship game, Washington ended up opting out of that championship game due to COVID problems. So Oregon filled in their place as the third place finisher in the PAC 12 and somehow Oregon beat USC in the Pac-12 championship game. So now Oregon is your Pac-12 champion who they really shouldn't be the Pac-12 champion. So now you have to put the Pac-12 champion in a New Year's Six Bowl game. So here they are. They're playing against Iowa State. Iowa State played a very good game against Oklahoma. At first it was looking really bad, but they made their way back. Almost had the successful comeback, but they didn't. They lost the Big 12 championship game against Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a very good team. So that loss doesn't look awful, but I do have to say this, Iowa state, I think 
is the I, I still stand by this. I picked them to beat Oklahoma. I still think they're the better team uh, with uh, compared to Oklahoma. So I truly think they'll kill Oregon. There's no reason why Iowa State should be playing against this bad of a team. I'd rather have seen Cincinnati maybe play Oregon, give them. That would be, I think, kind of a more fair matchup. But here we are, Iowa State against Oregon. I think Iowa State, like you said, Henry, they will beat them by multiple touchdowns. Iowa State's a much better team than Oregon, and they will show it in this game. Yeah, Andrew, three of the teams that we're going to start out talking with that we mentioned with North Carolina, Iowa State, and Georgia, who we'll talk about next, have very good quarterbacks coming back who maybe didn't show it as much as they did they could have this year. And I think those are definitely guys in Brock Purdy, Sam Howell, and the next guy we'll talk about, JT Daniels, are definitely going to be Heisman contenders next year. And I'd say that they're going to be three of the best quarterbacks in all of college football. But moving on now to JT Daniels' team in the Peach Bowl against Cincinnati, Georgia-Cincinnati. I think this is pretty obvious, Andrew. The JT Daniels-led Georgia offense is just a significantly better team. And to be honest with you, I'd probably say they're the fourth best fourth best team in college football and maybe even third if you would have had JT Daniels play the entire season yeah the only reason why they aren't highly ranked right now and they haven't been playing so well this season was because of the quarterback struggles all season they had to figure out their quarterback situation and that led to their offense being a little lackluster but once they got JT Daniels in this offense looks totally revamped and they look so good now and this team is a complete team and they showed it down the stretch Georgia looks very good now and that's why I'm kind of disappointed that they put them up against and this is not you know you guys know how I feel about non-power five teams but I really think they should have gotten a better matchup and this isn't like dissing Cincinnati in any way I still think Cincinnati is a top 10 team for sure but I, I have to say I think you put Georgia up against maybe in Oklahoma maybe Iowa State, Florida, or no, not Florida, since they're in this, both in the SEC, that would look pretty bad. But Oklahoma or Iowa State, I because Georgia's been looking so good, and I think Georgia's going to win this game by a decent amount. Like I said, I still think Cincinnati's a top-10 team. But like you said, Georgia's playing like a top-four team in the country right now and putting up a, them against Cincinnati when Cincinnati hasn't really played much great teams this season I really think that's unfair towards Cincinnati almost and this probably won't be that entertaining of a game unless you're a Georgia fan and like I said uh while talking about Oregon I would have much rather have seen Oregon versus Cincinnati which would have been probably a little more fair matchup and have seen Iowa State against Georgia that would have been more ideal I think but in this case now we're watching Georgia versus Cincinnati I think this I think Cincinnati will somewhat be able to contain JT Daniels, but not enough. Georgia, I think, will win this game by somewhere around 14 points. Georgia is just a much better team, much better all-around team, especially since they figured out their offense and their quarterback situation. Georgia is a very scary team right now. Yeah, Andrew, moving on now to one of the better games that we'll see outside of the college football playoff, and that is the Cotton Bowl between Florida and Oklahoma. I believe that is on Wednesday, so that's the first New Year's Six game being played. So I think we're definitely looking forward to seeing that game. But I do have Oklahoma winning this game. I think there's so many opt-outs from Florida with Grimes, Pitts, and Kadarius Toney all opting out of this game. As, 
as well as Marco Wilson, who we all know doesn't make a big difference as long as you, I mean, that really is a killer to Oklahoma for being completely honest, but I still think Oklahoma has been playing significantly. I wouldn't say playing significantly better, but they've been playing significantly better than they, than they were at the beginning of the season. And I think they're just going to ride that winning streak and Florida with all those opt-outs. I don't think they're going to be able to compete. Yeah. And I would have Florida winning this game because I just think their offense would overpower uh, Oklahoma's defense. But because of how many opt-outs they do have with Tony and Pitts on the offensive end, Kyle Trask is going to have very little options and weapons on the offensive end. Therefore, I have Oklahoma winning this game. Oklahoma, with these opt-outs, are just the better team, more talented team. And like I said, without Kyle Trask having those weapons, I really don't think they'll have a chance to win this game. And I, I would be shocked if this game is close, to be honest. And I think Florida's a very good team. I would say top seven in the country when they have all their players. But with these opt-outs, I don't even know Florida's top 10, especially uh, on the defensive end. They are very bad. And with a couple opt-outs on that end of the ball, too, that will really hurt, especially against a Spencer Rattler and ex explosive, excuse me, explosive uh, offensive Oklahoma. So that's why I expect this game to be not really close, but I wouldn't be surprised if it is, but I'm not expecting it because Oklahoma is just the much better team on the offensive end without with Florida not having their weapons, even though Florida has the better quarterback in Kyle Trask, but Oklahoma's the more complete offense and with uh, Florida lacking their defensive players due to opt out their best players on that end with them already struggling on that side of the ball, it'll be really tough for them to stop Spencer Rattler. Therefore I have Oklahoma winning by probably around 14 points. Yeah, Andrew, moving on now to our first college football playoff game, the Rose bowl at AT&T stadium, unfortunately, but that's 2020 in a nutshell, except this game is in 2021. So maybe this will be the start of something else. But I, I don't think anything's going to change here compared to the other years that Alabama and Notre Dame have played. I think this is going to be a blowout. Alabama's a much better team. I don't know any team in the country who can stop Alabama. And Notre Dame definitely isn't going to. So if they can score, go score for score with Alabama, maybe they'll have a chance. But I think this is Alabama by 14-plus points for sure. Yeah, I agree, Henry. Alabama's the much better team on both. I can't say both sides of the ball because Notre Dame has a really good defense, but Alabama's defense isn't bad by any means. And Alabama's offense, I think, is the best in the country by far. And that isn't even close, especially with Waddle coming back. That just adds another dimension to this offense, which is nearly unstoppable. Notre Dame, even though their defense is one of the better ones in the country, I don't really think they'll be able to stop Alabama in this offense. And like you said, I think this will be a blowout just because this is probably the best team that Nick Saban's had at Alabama ever. That's how good this team is. This offense is definitely his best. I don't know if this is his best defense, but just how good this offense is, it doesn't really, as long as their defense isn't bad, this team is really, really good. Alabama, I think, like you said, will, I don't know if it'll be a blowout since I think Notre Dame's still a really good team because this is the couch football playoffs but I wouldn't be surprised if it is a blowout. Yeah, Andrew, moving on now to our final game between Ohio State and Clemson. 
And surprisingly, I'm going with the shocker here. I'm picking Ohio State to win this game. With all the disrespect they've gotten out of the past two weeks, Dabo Sweeney put them at 11. Uh, Nick Saban put them at five. I don't know where Brian Kelly did, but multiple coaches had them outside of the top 10 as well. And for a team getting so much disrespect and the way it ended last year against Clemson, they're going to come out hungry. And Clemson is just favored by so much. They essentially expect to go to the national championship. And I think Justin Fields and that Ohio State offense is just going to catch them sleeping, win that game. Justin Fields is going to prove that he should not be drafted behind Zach Wilson for all you people who think he's not the second best quarterback in college football right now. So I think Ohio State pulls one of the all-time shockers in the playoff, beats Clemson, and I mean, we heard the last time Ohio State was was a team that a lot of people didn't think they were, were supposed to get into the playoff. I mean, they went on to win the whole damn thing. So we'll see what happens, but I think Ohio State shocks everyone and wins this game, Andrew. And I 100% disagree with you here. And Ohio State, they could barely contain Michael Penix Jr. in Indiana's offense. Not saying that they're a bad team. They're actually a very good team, and I think they're top 10. But Ohio State couldn't even contain Michael Penix Jr., let alone Trevor Lawrence now and Travis Etienne, who are arguably the best quarterback running back duo in college football. Please, Henry, this Ohio State defense isn't nearly as good as we thought they were going to be this season. And it will truly show against Clemson. And Trevor Lawrence, I think, will 100% exploit this defense. Same with Travis Etienne. They'll just throw the ball and run the ball all over this defense. And I don't think Justin Fields, because he hasn't really been playing up to his expectations this season, I don't think he will kind of match that sort of offensive power of Clemson. And especially with Clemson's defense being better than Ohio State's. And Clemson, I believe their offense is also better than Ohio State's. You add, you add those up and Clemson's going to win this game. And I, I don't think it will be a blowout. I think this game will be close because, like you said, Ohio State's going to come out hungry. Justin Fields and Ryan Day are very determined. They're going to come out with everything they have. But I just don't think it will be enough to beat Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne of Clemson. That offense is just so good. I believe they're the second best offense in the country, only behind Alabama. And their defense isn't half bad either. Definitely better than Ohio State's. So, yeah, I have Clemson winning, but I do think it will be close. I think it will end within one score, but I still have Clemson winning. I don't see a way they can lose, but like you said, the only reason why I have it close is because Ohio State's going to come out really hungry, and when Justin Fields is determined like that, he can do almost anything, but I just don't think he'll be able to get it done against Clemson. But, Henry, before we end this podcast, I want to talk about one thing, and that is who we have winning the entire college football playoffs so i know you have alabama versus ohio state i have alabama versus clemson so who do you have winning between those two andrew i mean let's be completely honest it 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 doesn't matter who faces alabama they're winning this whole damn thing getting Jalen waddle back they're virtually unstoppable so i think alabama is a clear and obvious pick here so i mean i'm i'm interested to hear what you say but I'm pretty sure you're going to have the exact same thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Alabama is the best team in college football. I don't know by a landslide because I think Clemson is up there with them. 
but by a pretty good margin. And Alabama's just so good this season. Their offense is the best. Like I said, their defense is fairly good as well. I don't think anybody could stop Alabama this season, no matter how good you are. And we'll see that in the college football championship game, assuming that they get there. So I really don't think anybody can come within 14 points of this Alabama team, no matter who you are, no matter if you're Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson, it's not going to happen. I say, you saw Florida put up a pretty good game in the SEC championship game, but I really don't think when Nick Saban gets to the college football playoffs, he'll come with a better turnout than what they did against Florida. Not saying that they had a bad game, but I really think they'll come more determined in the college football playoffs, knowing that the championship's on the line. I don't think they'll let anybody come that close with how good they are. So yeah, I have Alabama winning the college football championship game over Clemson. But no matter who they face, whether it's Ohio State or Clemson, I don't see Alabama losing this college football playoffs to anyone. Yeah, Andrew, I can definitely say we are looking forward to these college football playoff games as well as the New Year's Six games, which do start, I believe, on Wednesday with Florida and Oklahoma. But with that, Andrew, I think this should be a great time to wrap up today's podcast. As always, we want to thank everyone for listening. We hope you did enjoy Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and download this podcast. And we'll see you guys next time on the Last Take Sports Podcast.